Welcome to the Henchmen of Comics. I'm Alex Ashback. And I'm Matt Golden. This week, we're talking about Deadpool. Oh, yeah. Love me some Deadpool. Let's kick this shit off. I think Deadpool was one of the first characters that you and I really bonded over together. Yeah, it was because it was the second comic book that you ever gave me to read, which was oh so nice of you. And I think it was Daniel Wave's run on Deadpool. Yeah, it was the first trade or I lent you was when Daniel Boyer was writing Deadpool. For me, actually, the first time I got into Deadpool was way back when I would play Gears of War on Xbox Live. And you were reading and playing at the same time? No, I befriended this kid. I have no idea what his real name is, but his uh, Xbox gamer tag was Darth Annihilus, and he was really into comics. He oh, told he me sounds about like Deadpool. a hard ass. And from then on out, I started reading Deadpool because of what he showed me, what he told me, and I was hooked. Darth Annihilus, thank you so much. You've done the world a great justice. So what was it about Deadpool that appeals to you? Ah, uh, man, that's an easy question. He's hysterical. He breaks the fourth wall. He's the, the biggest thing for him is he's a pop culture icon, and he loves pop culture as much as I do. He just cracks my shit up at every turn, and he's just He's the kind of the guy in the room. He's the Jim from the office where he looks straight into the camera and just like gives it a funny look and you just can't help but crack up. That's Deadpool in comics. Yeah. He appeals a lot to like my aid list. Like I like characters that go against like the grain of the universe that they're set in. Uh, He's, he was always like a little bit of like anarchy sprinkled into the orderly Marvel universe. I've always liked anti-heroes. Like I put the strong sense of humor as well too, but even just, at a more basic level, I like his power set. I enjoy that he uses guns, swords, his insane regeneration ability all appeal to me. That's uh, great. If I was a superhero, I don't feel like I would be one of the guys that goes around and like does stuff just because it's good. I feel like I would want to get paid so I can really relate to Deadpool being a mercenary, just kind of wanting to get money and having fun along the way. I mean... Yeah, I might be Deadpool. I might be the real life Deadpool with no super abilities, no healing factor. I think I'm Deadpool secretly, but the untalented, much less funny version of Deadpool. Well, it's not much of a secret now. Don't shut up, Alex. Shut up. Just to assure everyone, Matt is most definitely not Deadpool. Or am I? They both lack some of the mental faculties but that's really where the similarities begin and end it's true though i have nothing going on upstairs i don't own a lot of single issues but deadpool is one of the few comics where i have a single issue i actually have a copy of new mutants 98 that my wife gave me as a gift which is one of the coolest gifts that she's ever given me too what did you get her in return oh probably something terrible probably a gift card to like itunes or starbucks or something along those lines you're the kind of guy I feel like gives high fives as presents or like a here's one back rub, not putting yourself out too much in that gift giving department. It's it's always more of a thing where I get an amazing gift and then I give my gift and I'm just greeted with a obviously like forced smile and fake thanks gritted through bitter teeth. I feel like you're the guy that gives people what they need, not what they want as gifts. 
like, oh, I need some some new shampoo. So you went out and got like, oh, here's this shampoo, and you said you were running low. You know, regardless of gift giving <laughs> abilities, it's not your superpower. Well, we can just say that. No, but what we should really talk about is what's your favorite run on Deadpool? I mean, Deadpool's been around forever. He's had a series that's or many series going on all at one time. But which of the many runs do you enjoy the most? Uh, the first one I read was Daniel Weiss. That one will always hold a special place in my heart, but it's far from my favorite. It's kind of inconsistent. While it is good, my favorite one is hands down, and it's sh- head and shoulders above the rest. It's not even close. Is the Brian Posehn and Jerry Duggan run uh, just a couple years back? I think it started in 2012. Those guys really get the character. They really get the pop culture aspect. Brian Posehn's a stand-up comedian, so he knows what he's doing. And Jerry Duggan's no slouch himself. They created in my opinion, the funniest comic book I've ever read. I laugh out loud when I read that thing so fucking much. It's not even funny. It was a very consistent I mean, it's very run. funny, actually. It's hysterical. And I mean, they brought in the family aspect uh, to Deadpool, which hadn't been there previously. And when I say family, I mean literal family. Deadpool ends up having a daughter towards the end of that run. Yeah, something that they did really, really well was they incorporated these kind of throwback issues that would tie in to the overarching story. And it was kind of after each story arc, they would have this little flash pan back in the the golden age, the silver age, the bronze age of comics. And they would even throw in characters like iron fist and Luke cage to come in and, and fuck shit up and to get mad at Deadpool. Because of course he's just an asshole who just is out for himself and to get some ladies along along the way. If they can stomach to look at him, but they're what they did with going back and forth from old timelines and then bringing that into the present and carrying those little nuggets from these one-off issues throughout the overarching story is something that I don't think I've really seen. And it was really fun. The art's really pretty and I just love it. What about you? What's your favorite Deadpool series? My favorite one was the first one I read is still my favorite. It was the Cable and Deadpool series written by Fabian Nessieza. I, I mean, I, I like Cable a lot, too, so that's probably a big part of it. I like it that Deadpool had a straight man to play against. So there's someone always irritated with his antics or someone always trying to distract him or keep him in line or use him to their advantage. He's uh, also the creator of Deadpool, too, if I'm not mistaken. You would be wrong. Uh, Rob Liefeld created Deadpool. Well, he was the first writer. Uh, Joe Kelly wrote Deadpool. Oh, I'm I'm fairly certain... The first, well, and this isn't New Mutants, mind you, but the first four issues of Deadpool, the single comic, I actually just purchased for a total of $3, believe it or not. I hadn't told Alex this yet, but literally two days ago when I was doing a bunch of Deadpool research and out about farting around town, I had a gift card for 25 bucks, and I found the first four issues of Deadpool, I'm pretty certain are written by Fabian Nicieza. Something about the circle that goes around, or yeah, or that was that, the Deadpool mini series. Yeah, he got his own series. That's the first yeah. Deadpool, though. Deadpool number one, sort of. Technically, you're right, which is the best kind of right. That is the best kind of correct. Technically, I always considered Joe Kelly to be the first Deadpool writer, even though that's not right. But he was the one that kind of set tonally what Deadpool became, became less serious, became more goofy. And as various writers over the year have written Deadpool, he's obviously changed a bunch. Now, while I've collected several 
complete series of comics over my comic collecting days. The only omnibus that I own to this date is actually the Joe Kelly Deadpool, believe it or not. It is massive. It's a thing of beauty. It's hysterical. It's funny. It's everything Deadpool should be. If I were to rank my Deadpools, it would probably be Brian Posehn, Jerry Duggan, number one, and then far and away, number two, would be Mr. Joe Kelly in his massive long run on Deadpool. So you like Joe Kelly more than you like Daniel Way's run, your first run? Uh, yeah, Daniel Way would come in at number three uh, for me. And then I personally wasn't a huge fan of the Deadpool cable because I got too much of the, the seriousness. when I For this comic, it's something that I like to relax and kick back and try and have a good laugh with. I don't know. That was also my favorite moments. Deadpool attacking clowns. <laughs> Deadpool uh, making Billy Joel references. And Deadpool dressing up in an old X-Men costume in front of the X-Men trying to join their team. It was a female X-Men costume. It was the original Jean Grey costume. That's beautiful. I have a feeling he looked amazing in that. Yeah, he really pulled it off. The other X-Men or the X-Men didn't agree. What do they know? Deadpool's a character that's obviously grown immensely popular in the Marvel Universe. So much that he is constantly getting limited series runs. He is, and something that I, I'm kind of a hipster in the way that I don't like when other people like what I like. So Deadpool kind of lost his luster for me, and going back for this episode here, I was like, oh man, I know Deadpool's like my favorite Marvel character, but oh man, I gotta go back and read all this Deadpool. And I went back and read it, and I was like, I get why everybody loves him. He's the funniest motherfucker around. He cracks my shit up all the time. He is worthy of the praise. He's not overhyped. Like I will occasionally think just because he's grown immensely popular. They're just really lame people that like him. Yeah, it's it's interesting because being a Deadpool fan and trying to buy all of his comics can almost seem a little exhausting at first. There's so much shit. There's so fucking much. Yeah, and then you go to your comic book shop and you look on the shelves of the new issues and there's another new limited series that you had no idea was even coming out. And you just kind of side to yourself know that you'll end up buying it no matter what. What was the last little limited series that you ran or that you purchased for Deadpool? What I bought was Deadpool the Duck, where him and Howard the Duck share end up sharing a body. That sounds wildly sexual, and I'm in. I wouldn't say it was sexual, but it did bring back something that I really enjoyed. This because I'm a big fan of the Cable Deadpool run. Deadpool brought his teleporter back from that run, and that's actually how Howard and Deadpool merge bodies. Oh, nice. I actually, the last one I bought was Deadpool and Cable Split Second. By your boy Fabian. It was just like a little five-ish, five, six issue arc. And I thought it was great. Your boy Fabian does a good job with Deadpool. No, no knocking him. He's he's the best. Yeah, that split second run actually had one of my all-time favorite Deadpool moments. Where Deadpool keeps going back in time domes earlier to where he tries not to mess up the timeline. So he tries not to kill anyone and step aside. And there's this little boy next to him who wants some food. So he gives him some nuts. And then the kid dies from a nut allergy. <laughs> But what's your, out of all the limited runs, do you have a particular favorite one? I do. And of course, it's my Brian Posehn and my boy Jerry Duggan. They did Dracula's Gauntlet, which you can actually read on Marvel Unlimited in a really, really neat kind of way. You can just swipe. There's technically 60 pages or panels, but it's kind of interactive in a way. It's really, really cool. But if you read it on Marvel Unlimited, you get an extra bonus of kind of an interactive module to read it with. I actually own the physical copy and obviously I own Marvel unlimited subscription, but that's far and away the best one. It's where he goes and marries a monster bride, steals her away from Dracula. 
and it really ties back into their their overall Deadpool arc, which is really cool. And it's even carried over into their new series as well, or into Mr. Duggan's new series. Posehn is no longer writing Deadpool, which is the saddest thing that's ever happened to me. He's lived a very charmed life. Is he dead now? I don't remember. I was referring to you living a charm life, not not Brian Posehn. I prefer to say that I've lived a semi-charmed kind of life. You guys can't see me, but I'm rolling my eyes right now. Third Eye Blind is probably the best band of the 90s next to Limp Bizkit. So I'm just going to edit all of that out. <laughs> it does, The people need to know the what the truth is. I think my favorite limited series is also by Jerry Duggan. Nobody asked you. It was the Hawkeye versus Deadpool limited series. Oh, that's a good one. It keeps the humor and the levity of Deadpool again. What I like about it is that Hawkeye and both Hawkeyes are in it, both Kate Bishop and Clint Barton. They both have to play the quote-unquote straight man against Deadpool, which is always my favorite type for him to play against. And Kate Bishop does a much better job than Clint Barton does at that. What I like about that series is that it uses a lot of stuff from Matt Fraction's run on Hawkeye, which is an awesome series, an awesome run. Everyone should read Fraction's Hawkeye. So you still get your pizza dog in there, and you still get what's going on with in Clint and Kate's world currently, but it blends really well with Deadpool's insanity. I can't hype that Hawkeye series up enough. I know we're talking about Deadpool here, but Fraction's run on Hawkeye is maybe my second favorite run of all time on Marvel. It's incredible. It's hysterical. It's not something that I would have expected from a Hawkeye run. It's very well written. It's very fast paced. Uh, Alex actually recommended it to me a while back, and he neglected to mention that it switched writers like 20 or 25 (laughs) stories in, and I was left wanting more, and I was severely disappointed that he gave me something just to rip it away so quickly. And maybe one day we'll have an episode talking about. I'm sure we'll talk about Matt. Yeah, Fraction. we'll talk about and Fraction Hawkeye, and Hawkeye. Uh, maybe. But today Probably. is all about Deadpool. It's Deadpool Day. It's the best day of the week. So who's your? Fa- oh, well, you said your favorite team up with Deadpool is obviously Cable. Uh, I differ from you there as well. My favorite is far and away Spider Man. Because it's two goofs playing off of each other and and a goof trying to play straight, which is even better than a guy just straight up playing straight because he's he bounces off of Deadpool really well. And now they have their own series together. It's fantastic. Have you checked it out yet? Yeah. What I think is fun about that series and those two being together is that to other people in the Marvel Universe, Spider-Man's constant jokes can get on their nerves and get under their skin. And now it puts Spider-Man in a role that he's not comfortable with because he's used to being that guy and now Deadpool's the one getting under his skin so it's very much like a taste of medicine it's sort of like a superpowered sitcom kind of way it's the odd couple where they're both the odd person so you've been reading that series i assume i have i just finished the side pieces uh which is a bunch of one-offs compiled together from a bunch of different artists and a bunch of different writers my favorite ones in there are by scott ackerman paul Shear. And then there's one by Jerry Duggan that's another throwback issue. All awesome. Those are my top three from that one. Go check those out. Go read them on Marvel Unlimited. Go buy side pieces. Go buy everything Spider-Man, Deadpool. It's all good. And Deadpool, obviously, we, I mentioned earlier how popular he is right now. He currently has three ongoing series. He has uh, Deadpool, the main Deadpool series written by Jerry Duggan, the Deadpool that works for the money written by Colin Bunn, and then the Spider-Man Deadpool, which rotates writers. What are your thoughts on those three? Give me a ranking of your definitive on those three. 
if I had to rank which one them do right you hate? Now, tell me which one you hate. I don't hate any of them. Liar. But if I had to rank them right now, I prefer the Mark for the Money, and then Jerry Duggan series, and then Spider Man Deadpool. I just really like the way Colin Bunn writes Deadpool right now. I like the other characters as well. I like seeing Full Killer and Slapkick and Solo and the rest of the gang. I don't know why. Just thinking about that series. I think it's because it's a little bit different. It's Deadpool being the head of the team. And while Deadpool does drive each of them crazy, it's a weird world where Deadpool is now in charge and now the boss. It flips the script, and that is something that I'm not a huge fan of. I read Deadpool for the same thing over and over. I like the same old bullshit. So I would actually reverse that order and have the one that you've got, number one, Merch for the Money, at the bottom. Jerry Duggan, number two, with his patented Deadpool run. And then, of course, my boy, Spider-Man, kicking it with Deadpool, coming at number one for the current ongoing series. Yeah, you hear that? Matt hates it when things change in comics, so uh, I hate to tell him what the Avengers looks like these days. Oh, God. Please tell me Hawkeye's still alive. Please tell me Captain America and Thor are still alive. Yeah, they're all still alive. I don't like the way you said that. You've got me nervous. Well, you just need to catch up then. Thor's a hunk and he can't die. So, by the time the Deadpool movie came out, you were already a pretty big fan of Deadpool, correct? Uh, yeah, I had already finished at least one entire run, if not two or three. By the time the movie came out, I was wildly excited for it. Saw it opening day weekend. I didn't try and pull that bullshit with it being a romantic comedy, even though it kind of ended up being a romantic comedy. How? What are your thoughts on the on the Deadpool movie, Alex? I love the Deadpool movie tonally. I felt like it's exactly what you want from a Deadpool movie. How many times have you seen it? I would say probably eight or nine times at this point. It, I think it borrowed from a lot of great Deadpool writers. They nailed the costume. It really resembled like Rob Liefeld's original drawings. A lot of the tone took from a lot of the characters. They borrowed characters from Joe Kelly's run, which I thought was pretty cool too. Yeah, they definitely put him in a Deadpool costume. They didn't just let him go out there in an X-Men or Spider-Man costume. Okay, to be fair, <laughs> you remember the first X-Men movie? Oh, Let's not tie around okay, that piece no, of don't, shit. No, don't. Uh, that is a fantastic movie. But you remember what the costumes look like? In you fact, have a hard-on for everything X-Men, regardless of whether or not it's good. And you can't tell the difference between a good or bad X-Men movie. Okay, first of all, there's never been a bad X-Men movie. <laughs> that was me barfing. Secondly, if it wasn't for that X-Men movie, we wouldn't have a Deadpool movie. You might be right about that, but that is the shittiest portrayal of Deadpool there has ever been. I think you're thinking of the first Wolverine movie. That's what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, I'm thinking about X-Men 1 with Wolverine, Cyclops. No, I'm talking about the one where Deadpool's in it and all shit goes to the fan. That and was it's actually terrible. It's a, a very solid movie. movie. Deadpool is great until they shut his mouth. And it has Gambit, who our listeners should know, is a fan favorite of mine. I don't care what iteration he is. Taylor Kitsch was a fantastic Gambit. No, he was not. He was bad. He was really bad. Taylor Kitsch is a great actor, but not in that film. That film was terrible. That film, I would rather watch Green Lantern 17 times than suffer through that one more time. Strong words. I know. And it's got Deadpool, my favorite character. I'm actually going to make Matt watch Green Lantern 17 times now. Oh, God, please. Can we just do a live podcast where we just talk only about that Green Lantern movie while we watch it? But 
Yeah, you want that, don't you? You want that in your life, everybody. I don't think the Deadpool movie really disappointed anyone, except for people who are going to go in looking to be angry, or people that had unrealistic expectations, or the faint of heart, or parents who didn't realize that it was a rated R superhero movie took their small children to. So, it's, I mean, obviously assume that we're both pretty excited for the sequel coming out. I can't wait. I liked the first movie, and let me get back to that before we start talking about this sequel. You never let me talk about this movie. I loved this movie. This movie has a villain named Angel Dust. What kind of a movie has a villain named Angel Dust? That's a fucking badass villain. Also, Negasonic Teenage Warhead. Cool ass name. This movie had it all. It had laughter. It had heart. It had everything that you want. It had Ryan Reynolds' butt. It had Vanessa Carlisle looking all kinds of like a babe. Everything you've always wanted. Now, Negasonic Teenage Warhead. Do you know what Mm. writer invented her? Uh, if it wasn't Jesus in the Bible, then no. Close. It was Grant Morrison. Oh, Grant Morrison. Favorite of the hosts on this show. Grant Morrison is the toots. And do you know what her name came from? I don't. A monster magnet song. A monster magnet song. Yep. Look at that. A little bit of trivia for you. To go and impress no one at the next party that we're not invited to. <laughs> we get impi- invited to all the parties that don't happen. Pro tip. If you're going to a party, talk comics incessantly even if it's not prompted yeah go up to girls and tell them about your love of comics they'll love that yeah really debate with them your favorite run of the current deadpool series yeah and if they've seen the movie tell them why uh they don't know anything about the character and tell them that vanessa wasn't really screen accurate to her comic book portrayal you will go home with so much arm candy guy girl whatever your preference is probably both i've left parties with males and females on my arms after just talking about the prostitute vanessa carlisle you can see while we have a podcast talking about comic books after talking about our party experiences (laughs) yeah we will uh we'll give you a live show of us at a party sometime very soon i promise so we are both excited for the sequel though is there anything that you're wanting to see in the sequel i'm wanting to see cable not be terrible really i'm a little worried uh, to be honest with you, we got Domino coming up in this next one. We've got Cable. Kurt Russell is Cable, which should be, in theory, badass in that role. I'm super pumped about it, but we'll see. I'm I'm nervous. It's a sequel, and all sequels kind of suck. Not all of them, but a, a lot of sequels really, really blow. I think Matt's going to be disappointed when he sees that it's Josh Brolin playing Cable and not Kurt Russell. Oh, son of a bitch. Is it really Josh Brolin? Yes. It was the rumor that Kurt Russell was going to be Cable, though, right? I don't know. Maybe. Or maybe that's something that you just came up with in your head. Maybe I'm just a and fucking idiot. to make idiot. it reality. Wow. It's like you, the secret. I had that like embedded in my brain. Like, Kurt Russell's going to be this Cable, and it's going to kick ass. No, Josh Brolin. Even fucking better. Even better. I, let's hope it's not like the second Sin City movie that really was kind of a wang in the mouth. So have you seen the picture that they released of Deadpool or of Cable from the movie? No, I haven't. Oh, okay. there's a picture of it? Yeah. Oh, cool. I just want to make sure you weren't like, man, Kurt Russell's looking a lot like Josh Brolin these days. Yeah, I'm pulling that up right right as we're talking right now. Obviously, I'm excited for the movie. could pick up. I'm a big Cable fan, so I can't wait to see what they do with Cable and you, Deadpool you're together. You're a fan of Cable? By oh, that's for fucking one thing. sweet. I didn't mean to cut you off. I totally meant to cut you off. Cable looks badass, everybody. Josh Brolin's going to kick ass. I'm not worried about this movie anymore after seeing this one image. And that's not even a joke. It's going to be dope. Yeah, if I am if I want anything in this movie, I'd like to see more X-Men in it. Uh, Colossus kind of stole the show 
in the first movie that he was in, although he didn't because Deadpool was still very much the star, but Colossus was wonderful in the movie. The joke about Deadpool going to the X-Mansion and there only being one X-Men there that they could afford, I thought that was fantastic. So I'd like to see more. I would love to see Hugh Jackman, but he's hung up the claws, sadly, so we're not going to get any more Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. But really just any more X-Men uh, I think would be pretty cool to see. I totally agree with you for once, and we never agree about anything. So this is a, a this is a first for the podcast. Alex and Matt agreeing. More X-Men, please. It's too bad that Fox owns the rights to that shit. Fox has done a fantastic job. They've done a decent job. Apocalypse as a villain was not that great. That movie was solid, but as a villain, no fault to Oscar Isaac, but that villain could have been way cooler. And yet they did create the two greatest comic movies of all time. Okay, Alex, what are the two greatest comic movies ever? I'm glad you asked. Deadpool and Logan. Also, their two most recent outings, aside from X-Men Apocalypse. Yeah, so they've only done good stuff in the past three years. And X-Men? X-Men 2 was fantastic. X-Men Days of Future Past. Spider-Man uh, 2. That was uh, Sony. Oh, shit, it was Sony. Yeah. Fucking dead. So you can see Matt has got his movie studio buzz news mm. on straight. Yeah, I don't know who any movie movie studio is. Kurt Russell's playing Cable. You heard yeah. it here last. <laughs> I'm, I'm, he's going to be a shoe-in for that. As soon as Josh Brolin gets cut because he doesn't look cool at all, it's going to be Kurt Russell's show. Kurt Russell's going to Guardians of the Galaxy it up. And again, we can't say this. I mean, obviously, if you listen to this, you know Deadpool is incredibly popular. We've talked about all of his runs. The movie was a big hit. The sequel's coming out. But they're also making a Deadpool cartoon series on FX, or maybe FXX. I'm not sure which network. It is F Quadruple X, their new channel that they're launching this fall. Well, uh, I hope I pay for that cable package. Yes, Uh, it's going to be Donald Glover doing Deadpool which I trust that man with Alex's child's life. And I actually, I, I like Don Glover a lot. I was a, I'm a big fan of community. I thought that was a wonderful series. He was fantastic as Troy on there. Atlanta is really good. He was terrible. I'm sure he'll do great as Han Solo as well. He was bad in Atlanta, except he's not going to be Han Solo. I'm sure he'll do great as Lando Calrissian too. You don't know shit. He's bad as childish Gambino. Yeah. He's bad as himself. <laughs> now we is that like Michael Jackson's bad. Yes, the exact same. He's got the jacket from what I heard. He actually stole it off of Michael Jackson's corpse. It is. I saw that on TMZ. Oh, why was Michael wearing that in his grave? Why was he buried in the in his outfit from the bad music video? I want to be buried in the bad music video jacket. Who doesn't? Michael Jackson's lucky he got to be buried in that thing. What I am hoping, though, from the animated series is obviously with it being animated, you can't get a lot more freedom. It'd be a lot easier for them to bring in characters that they have the rights to. Come up to see more X-Men characters in it. Bloody do you think that show's going to be? That's a good question. I really thought about that. Archer's got a little violence in it, but not much for an animated show. Yeah, I I want a lot of blood. Not like something I crave, like I'm secretly just like, give me all the blood in this animated show. But I think it needs to be true to the character. It needs to be wildly violent while still being extremely goofy. Yeah, I think FX and Marvel TV's partnership has done well so far. Legion was a fantastic series. That might be my favorite superhero television show. It was, and spoilers right now for Legion if you haven't watched it, but there is uh, allusions to Professor X being the main character's father I thought were pretty cool. So I have high hopes on that network especially. I have no hopes ever for any reason. Yeah, it's weird that an internal pessimist reads comic books full of hope and optimism. 
hey, the first hero book that I ever read was Deadpool. So what does that tell you? That's a fair point. So you would think that there being a billion issues of Deadpool out there, a movie, another one in the works, a TV show, that everything about Deadpool has been done. But is there anything that you hope for Deadpool in the future? Like, what would you like to see? I want to bring back Brian Posehn immediately. Somebody go find the hole that that beautiful man is living in, drag him out of it, shave his beard off, tell him he can't stop writing Deadpool until it's back to the size it was when we shaved it off. That man is a genius. We need that man on everything. Make that man the next Deadpool. Put that man in the costume. I don't give a shit. We just need that guy back in our lives. He is the funniest Deadpool writer. That's what I hope comes from Deadpool. But realistically, what I want is more comedians to take a stab ha, 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 at, at writing Deadpool because they do just such a great job at it. They can make the pop culture references. That's something that they already do. I like these little one-offs, especially in that Spider-Man Deadpool team up. So just keep giving me that and I'm going to be a happy boy. Yeah, outside of the comic book world, I'd always like another Deadpool video game. I was a big fan of the first one. It was not even close to being a great game or even arguably a good game. (laughs) But the humor was enough to just make me enjoy it all the way through. And sadly, there has been a lack of Fox property characters, meaning X-Men, Fantastic Four, and Deadpool, and Marvel video game properties lately. I hope that changes, Uh, but that's kind of a long shot. Realistically, what I'd like to see is... Marvel does a lot of event series, like Original Sin, Secret Wars, Civil War. I'd like to see Deadpool have a more active role in those series. He always has his issues that are tie-ins, but it's always kind of a background role. He never keeps up a large impact. I would like to once read a Marvel event series where Deadpool himself is a major figure that changes the course of Marvel history. I don't think we're ever going to see Deadpool change the entire course of Marvel history, unless you've considered the fact that he's already changed the landscape for Marvel history, just with his popularity itself. I think it's kind of changed the way that a lot of people are going to be writing comics going forward. And I think it's probably made some impact just with the movie itself. If Ryan Reynolds is out there, I want to personally thank him for all the work that he has done on the best movie ever made, Green Lantern, and then close 32nd follow-up with Deadpool. He did a fucking killer job, and he, to me, is Deadpool. And a lot of times when I read Deadpool now, I hear that son of a bitch's voice. Now, quick question. When you say, if Ryan Reynolds is out there, are you either A, (laughs) implying that Ryan Reynolds may not actually exist, and he's just some sort of CGI person, or B, that he's a listener of this show? Ryan Reynolds, if he does exist is most certainly a listener to the show. He's our number one fan. He sent us an email the other day saying, keep up the good work, boys. I know that you haven't even released your show to the public yet, but you guys are doing a great job. I love you, XOXO, XO. And it was signed with a kiss. Now, I would like to point back to the start of the show when I said the only thing that Matt had in common with Deadpool <laughs> was a lack of mental faculty. <laughs> That's true. It's, it's still very true. But I've got a very colorful worldview. So I've talked about my love for Ryan Reynolds and he's talked about his love for me. How do you feel about the character going forward? And how do you feel like Ryan Reynolds is going to do? Do you think there's going to be a third movie? I mean, I'm sure it'll go for as long as Ryan Reynolds wants to do the series. I mean, they're going to make a ton of money. I don't see Deadpool 2 losing money in any sense of the word. No, there's no way. 
even if that movie is big old toilet stinker, there's no way that that movie doesn't make well more than the first one. Yeah, I'm more curious to see how the uh, animated version of Deadpool is going to be in Donald Glover series, just because most people, when they watch the cartoon series, their version of Deadpool that they will know will be the film version of Deadpool. So I want to see how if Deadpool in the comics, or not the comics, if Deadpool in the cartoon is more similar to Deadpool in the film or more similar to Deadpool in the comics or his own thing entirely. Well, I think that about wraps it up for this week. You can email us at henchmanofcomics at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on motherfucking Twitter. For the Henchman of Comics, I'm Alex Ashback. I'm Matt Golden. Henchin ain't easy. 